The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. Well, this one hurts. This one, this one hurt a lot. You know, there's games where they get blown out. There's games where one or two plays decide the game, like the New England one or the Jets one or something like that, where they could have won, and that's frustrating. But this one hurt because they easily could have won this game, but at the same time, they also got their butt kicked. Yeah, it, it's, it was, you know, you losing 16 four, or 16 to 14 to the Ravens is worse than like losing 37 to 3 to the Bills. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the Ravens, and despite what Browns fans think, that's our rival. Um, I mean, it's just it is. I mean, the Browns are well, they were they were old the old Browns. Yeah, the Those old Browns. The, these the, the Ravens are the real Browns. The real Browns. Yeah, uh, and just you know, two weeks ago, you and I were looking at that schedule, thinking, you know, can't believe this, but there's a chance. But in that last two weeks, the run defense has totally disappeared. Um, I mean, they gave up 215 yards yesterday, and if you take the second half of the Atlanta game, they've given up 338 yards over the last two and a half games. Um, and, and it's just, if there was one thing that they, and I mean, I know they only left them have 16 points, but um, you wonder if that how run defense would have been half of what it would have been. I bet you they keep them to 10 points. You know, they gave up those two field goals and uh, <clears throat> you couldn't have gone worse for us in the beginning. You know, uh, Pickett gets hurt. Comes back, just wasn't feeling it, and here comes Mitch Trubisky, and you know there's an audible groan, and um, there he goes, and he throws three picks that killed us. Um, you always like to say you win as a team, you lose as a team, but uh, we lost as a team. But uh, I feel fully that if Pickett's in that game yesterday, we win that football game. I have no question in my mind he would made a big difference. Yeah, so. Let's look at things from Mitch Trubisky's perspective. Let's go all the way back to, <clears throat> I'm guessing March when he when he first joined the team when he got he got he was like the first the first day of free agency. Mitch Mitch Trubisky signs on, and I'm sure they said, "You're the guy. You're the you're going to be the guy this year." And then they draft Kenny Pickett. It's like, okay, crap. We got a first round rookie quarterback. But still, Mitch, you're the guy. And and in training camp, Mitch was the number one guy. He was he was getting the number one reps. All of the number one reps. All the number one reps, which which ended up hurting Kenny, Kenny later yeah. on. But uh, and then fourteen quarters, they gave him fourteen quarters and said, "That's it, get out." Now in those fourteen quarters, he was absolutely crap. He was tentative. He didn't throw to the middle of the field. He didn't throw anywhere. He didn't run. He didn't do anything. I mean, the, the offense was absolutely horrible for whatever reason. So now, um, what? Kenny Pickett gets hurt in the Tampa game. And yeah. Mitch comes in and actually wins the game for them. Cool. Um, and then they're like, <laughs> like, good job. Back on the bench. Uh, so now he has this chance. He basically, from his perspective, it's like, you screwed me. This is, this was his chance to get another starting job in the NFL. And they just, they probably from his perspective, they got screwed. So now he's coming in and it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get a chance. You know what? Screw this conservative. Don't turn the ball over. 
um, you know, stuff. I'm going to be as aggressive as possible. And whatever happens, happens. It's not like, it's not like, Hey, you're benched because, uh, because you threw too many interceptions. Like I, I got nothing to lose here. So I'm sure he didn't mean to throw interceptions, but still he did mean to be aggressive. And he kept saying, it's like, yeah, I was trying to be aggressive. So you can't blame him for saying, basically telling the, the, the coaches screw off. I'm going to do what I want. Cause I still, I'm, I'm still trying to play for, for my career. Yeah, it, it's an interesting story. Um, you know, we we did the we did this podcast after that Tampa game, and I said at the time he did exactly what he wanted a backup quarterback to do. Um, he came in, he didn't make a mistake, he won the game for you. You know, he put you in a position to win, however you want to phrase it. Uh, and yesterday, you were kind of hoping for the same thing. Uh, I kind of thought <clears throat> this could be another great opportunity. The Ravens are down to a backup quarterback; uh, they don't have Lamar Jackson. They are not, and I, you and I have contended this all year, and I, I still say it even though we lost. I don't think they're as good as their record indicates. I, I think the Bengals are much better, um, and you think it's a winnable game, uh, and you just – and he finds a way to lose. Um, and I don't know, like you said, can you put it really all on Matt Canada because some of the throws were so aggressive. Uh, even that one nice pass – well, the one pass to Deontay Johnson. Deontay – or it was either Johnson or Pickett or, or Pickens. They had to stop to let the ball get to them. Uh, and it was a poorly thrown ball. Um, <clears throat> the booze just rained down. So, you know, that wasn't working for him. He got put in another tough situation and he just didn't perform or execute. So um, I don't know whether that's him saying, screw you. You know, you guys told me one thing, you did another. I don't really care. Uh, but then again, do you say that? Because like you say, Joe, you know, is there a team out there could use him next year? He could be out there and he's just tanking his his ability to even have another chance at starting. Um, but yeah, the past, the interceptions were awful interceptions to do. Um, they were lackadaisical, lazy passes he shouldn't have done. Uh, and it's tough because we do sit here all those first couple of games and we ridicule him for not going down midfield, not going long. So he does that and look what happens. Um it's a real tough spot to be in for a Steeler fan. It's a tough spot to be in for Mitch Trubisky. And, um, you know, all the Mason Rudolph fans yesterday on Twitter were killing me. Like, you guys were hating on this guy for oh months. God. And all oh of a sudden, God. the Mason Rudolph fan the club is back and going. I, Matt Light must have been having a day. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's but, right. He is a big Mason Rudolph fan. But, you know, to Trubisky's point, uh, the defense sure as heck didn't help him out. I mean – they had 215 yards rushing without Lamar Jackson. You know, usually it's Lamar Jackson. You throw him in there. He's good for 40, 60, 80, whatever he's going to run in a game. Uh, he was not, not even there. They had a third string quarterback. You should not lose at home to Tyre Hunt, Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown. No excuse. No excuse for that. Uh, that's It was just poor play on Trubisky. The offensive line was not good. Uh, and the one thing you and I have been hitting almost every week we've done this, the special teams is horrible. Horrible. The special teams <clears throat> single-handedly cost them the game. If they kick that field goal and don't get it blocked, they win the game. Yeah. It's that simple. Even despite Mitch Trubisky throwing um, three interceptions and the, the, the run defense not working, they still could have won the game. This game was right there. Yeah. And you don't give you don't give Baltimore's kicker a short field that punt with seventeen yard punt. I mean, you're that's you're God. almost unless they turn it over, you've now given the Ravens three points guaranteed. Honestly, I mean, drop them now, cut them now. I'm I'm yeah. tired. I'm tired of this dude. You're not yeah. okay. Okay, 
it's easy for me to, to sit here in my basement saying stupid things like this, but I understand being a quarterback is very hard. People are trying to kill you. Offensive line, very hard. People are coming right at you. You know, any any position on the field, I understand why it would be difficult. But punter, you get the ball, you take a step, and you kick it. That's it. There is no – very rarely do they come close to blocking it. There is no excuse for that. I do not understand how he's so wildly inconsistent. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, and, and and then like last year's like, well, he had personal things. Yeah, I'm like, well, what what about this year? Stop yeah. it. I give you that too. I mean, I thought I I I bought into the personal things last year. Like, okay, let's see what the kid can do this year. You guys are being too tough on him. And the inconsistency is not just bad. It's like you said, it's wildly bad. Uh, you know, that next week he'll probably bomb a 62 yard punt, and right. then a week after that he'll do a 24 yard punt. I mean, it's yeah. just the yeah, kid needs no. to go. Uh, it's not been good. Uh, I mean, it, that's just really it. I mean, you know, they needed a couple things to come together. Special teams was one of the things that needed to improve. It didn't. Offensive line, horrible. Defense, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, Joe. They go up against, they got the Panthers next week. Deonta, Deonta Foreman's having a decent year as a running back for the Panthers. Panthers stink. But if they run all day, they're the 10th best ranked team rushing. The Raiders are ninth. They have Josh Jacobs the next week. Then they get this Ravens team and just put 215 up against them. Then they get Nick Chubb and company in the last week. All yeah. four of those teams are in the top 10 in the NFL in rushing. Um, boy, is that scary. Um, <clears throat> you don't know with Pickett. I guess he goes in the, the concussion protocol. He's probably questionable for the Panthers game. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, Joe, real back to your point, which is a great one. You could probably say, you know what? Let's let Pickett get healthy. We we have a chance. We feel we can beat the Panthers, but we're need, we're going to need him against the Raiders and the Ravens and the Browns to finish this out. What just what Mitch Trubisky just did? How can you say, eh, no problem? Can take a take take a bench because we got Mitch in there. He's got this. Yeah, yeah. After after the way Mitch played, I I I would I'm, I'm okay with Mason. I my God, I, I never thought I would say that, but yeah, I'm okay. I mean, at, at this point, it doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. Um, we talked about, Ooh, what if they go in a run and what if they make the playoffs? Well, if they made the playoffs, they would get destroyed in the, in the first oh. game against Buffalo or Kansas city or something like that. Like what, what's the point then? Yeah. You know, and be. all you're doing then is just messing up your draft position. So at this point, it doesn't matter. They're, yeah. you know, their, their, their chances to make the playoffs are, are tiny. So. Hey, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if they, they lose. I don't, I don't care, but yeah, who cares if they, if they play uh, Mason or, or, or whatever. Um, I mean, it's a little concerning that Kenny Pickett got another concussion. I don't know how, you know, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if anybody uh, is, knows what that impact is going to have. I don't think, I don't think it's enough to say, shut them down, but I do think it might be enough to say, sit out the next game. Just as a precaution, it could be sitting out. And I, I mean, yeah, I, you're right, Joe. And a lot of people aren't talking about that. It's not like it's his first trip to this rodeo. Um, and and to his point, you, you know, this year, boy, I, and I, I can't, I know it's hard to say, well, this team did it, but I keep going back to the Chiefs, the year they lost in the playoffs. I mean, they, everyone thought they're going, and everyone kind of knew how, or at least people covering the Chiefs knew how bad that offensive line was. And then it really showed itself in the playoffs. So, what did the Chiefs do? They go out, they draft two in the top three picks, and then they go and get free agency. And now that offensive line is probably one of the best, if not the best in the NFL. Yeah. That's what Steelers got to do. I, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, I know you and I, we're doing our podcast. We aren't, you know, you know, we're not in the sidelines, but 
I don't see any way around it. You've got to start protecting Kenny. You've got to start opening holes like a Ravens holes. I Look, I'm glad we got Kenny Pickett. But one of the most dominant players in that field was the center from Iowa on the Ravens offensive line yesterday. Mm-hmm. They could have had. Yep. You know, um, no, sh- I'm not, not. Again, I'm glad to drop to Kenny, but boy, that kid, I really wanted that kid. I watched him beat up on Penn State defensive linemen for the last four years, and he's just a beast. And, well, you need to go find those guys. Uh, I mean, that's, that's to me, the most glaring thing at this point. Get the offensive line addressed. Uh, fix fix some, a lot of other things. but Offensive yeah, line I, and defensive line desperately need to be addressed. And you know yeah. what? Maybe I think Cole at center is okay. I think Daniels at right guard is okay. And I guess Chooks at right tackle is okay. I get we could get we could learn to live with them. But Dan yeah. Moore at, at left tackle and Dotson <laughs> at left guard, they need to get the heck out of here. Yeah, Dan Moore and Harvin can take the same ticket. <laughs> they, just, yeah, yeah, Dan Moore go. and Presley Harmon, go, yeah. go. I will I'll I'll pay for your Uber. Go. Right. Yes. Um, it's just, um, it's been so bad. And like, you almost get, you're almost at the point where you're jealous. I mean, the Ravens were open those, lo- those holes in that line yesterday for Dobbins. And you're like, oh God, like we used to do that. Remember Bettis or Willie Parker just, yeah. you know, running free because they're Alan Fanick or somebody would destroy somebody. And yeah, yeah. I, um, I think you're going to see one of two things at, at this point. Depending how they finish, because they could easily drop these last four five games. Um, you could see a total fire sale, or you could see like a partial rebuild. I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see what Omar Khan does. It's now his show. It's his show, yeah. And uh, who's that other guy? Andy Weidel, yeah. who was from the Eagles. And the Eagles are all about strong offensive lines, very strong defensive line. Bring it. Let's, <laughs> let's yeah. I mean, a strong offensive line and a strong defensive line solves so many problems. It and does. It's, it's and having a defense that's that has awesome outside linebackers and uh, all this awesome and, and an awesome safety. It doesn't matter if you have a lousy line and nothing against Cam Hayward. He's trying out there. He's fine. But God. Everyone else, and I and Larry Ogunjobi, I thought he would be. Okay. I'm, I, I'm guessing he's hurt or something like that. Yeah, but he's been need, great when he's, he's healthy. He's, he's yeah, when he when he's healthy. Yeah. I think you need like keep him fresh. Don't just bring one person in. Bring in like two or three or four or something like that, and keep rotating them so they're fresh. Which is what the Bengals do. And I mean, they don't have any super studs on that defensive line. But they they're young, they're athletic, and they work guys in. Uh, and what Cam Hayward has, what maybe a year or two years left on the current contract, and he's going to be going close to thirteen or fourteen. So yeah, he's we, he's near the end of his career. You see the problem we're in now when you just kept going with you know the offensive line. It was you know DeCastro so good for so long, and you kept ignoring the fact that guess what? They're getting older. The clock's going up. Right. Well, right. I love Cam Hayward. He's going to be on that hall that wall of fame for us someday. He may even be in Canton someday. Uh, but he's it that someday is coming a lot sooner than down the road. And you need to start replacing guys like that. As of right <clears> now, <throat> the Steelers would have the 13th pick. I'd I, rather have a top. I'd rather yeah, go I, ahead. I, I I would if if they could keep a, t- a pick in the top 15, I'd be I'd be thrilled. Yeah, I think so. Uh I, I do. Um, you know, obviously the Texans probably have a lock on that, but um number one pick and in, in the top ten are probably pretty locked in, but you never know. 
Um, but yeah, there's, I felt last year and even the year before that, I thought that the team that actually had the best NFL draft was the Ravens. Um, and I, I did, I know we started top of the podcast saying they're not that good, but they're good enough. And they're what, nine and four now. And, you know, they still have a chance uh, at, you know, they're probably going to make the playoffs and who knows from there. So they're also a young team. And um, there's a lot of things there that I, I wish the Steelers would have, especially their offensive line. And yeah. So it, it, it's so frustrating because <clears throat> anytime I see them make moves, I'm just angry because it's like, Tank, why does that team have to be in our division? Why is a team that always makes <laughs> smart moves, always gets good people, always gets makes the right moves? Why are they? Why do we have to deal with them? Why can't we deal with, you know, being the same division as, you know, the Jets when they sucked or, you know. Well, that's what makes it fun, too, right? That's why we hate the, the Ravens. They hate us. They, we hate them, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I that's why I, I, I still say I already like I think I even told my wife, I said, this is the NFL draft. I'm kind of thinking my friend Joe might have a draft party. So count me out for Thursday and Friday because I think we could have a lot of fun with that. And, and I think, um, yeah, boy, you know, we they, the only things that I'm really happy going into next year, I, I really, really like Kenny. I do. I, Boz is great. We got Boz. We got the kicker locked up. <laughs> um, and we got, we got some young, talented players. I, I'd love to see Deontay Johnson hold on the ball better. But uh, I'd love to see Deontay Johnson under a system like the Bengals, where it's more slants, more cross routes that are high cross routes. You know, you're crossing it to 15 instead of the five, like a Matt Canada offense. I'd love to see them open it up with Kenny. Um, but to open that all up, uh, he's got to stay upright. You can't have him. I love when he runs. He runs smart. But, um, man, guys, you got to protect him on his offensive line. So I don't know, Joe. Um, it was a winnable game again on Sunday, a winnable game that they let slip through their fingers. It wasn't like they got blown out, but it was like they got blown out. It's like you said, um, if Lamar Jackson played in that game, oof, God only knows what the score may have been. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, it would have been, think... I mean, he probably would have destroyed him. I don't know, but I mean, Lamar Jackson is just so different. It's just so yeah. different. What, you know, just, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, probably. It, I don't know. I mean, I think he'd be stupid to leave, but they don't have him signed yet either. And there's a chance he walks. So, um, but I, I think with the talent that could be there, the young talent, I think he'd be dumb to go. But if he goes, go. Um, <laughs> Listen, Ravens fans, if you're watching, whoever is saying, let Lamar walk because we have Tyler Huntley. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. This is an intervention. Stop. You just, yes. just, just you're, you're embarrassing yourself. Just, yes. just uh, pay yeah. Lamar. It's time to pay Lamar Jackson. Just pay the man. And that's it. Tyler Huntley's a good backup. He's a fine backup and he's, he's Lamar light. He's a dollar store <laughs> version of Lamar. Cool. But he's not the replacement people. Come on. No. Um, and I, I, it's weird. I don't like the fact that we play these guys in another, what, two weeks uh, in Baltimore. Um, I just don't know, Joe. Can they get that stuff fixed up by two weeks? I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This was an embarrassment. I think Cam Hayward basically just said that. Yeah. He basically said that they just ran it down our throat and there was nothing we could do about it. That is when it, that's a point of personal embarrassment. You come back from that. 
you come back from that. If, if you have any pride, if you have any, if you have, if you have any thought of, you know, and maybe you're just not good enough. Maybe you, maybe you aren't, but if, if you have any pride, you're going to come back and say, we're going to stop the run. We're going to, we're going to fix this. Or we're, we're just going to redeem ourselves. They, they, they have yeah. to. Deontay Foreman, like I said, he's had a good year. I think he's up to about 700 yards for them, about five touchdowns. He's a good back. He he could do some damage, but they could button him up. And then, yeah, I think you said a couple of weeks ago when we did the cast, um, there's no way they lose that game against the Raiders, the immaculate reception game. True, but Josh Jacobs is arguably the best running back in the NFL right now, or at least he's the hottest. And he is, boy, I mean, oh boy, that's I mean, that matchup scares me right now. Um, I mean, yes, the Raiders are idiots and they lost to Baker Mayfield, who just who just showed up <laughs> to work. But still, oh. but still, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's an emotional game for the Raiders, too. So, yeah, yeah, Josh Jake, Jacobs is, is a beast. They still got Devontae Adams. Carr is not that bad. They are, they, they have potentially a good offensive. But, I mean, they have an idiot coach, an absolute idiot of a coach, but they, yeah. they, they still have that, some weapons. Yeah, let's see who figures out how to lose this game worse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, could be the Matt idiot. Cannon Everest, Josh McDaniels is the is the uh, is the chess yeah. match of the century. Right, right. Uh, chess playing checkers, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that could be just one of those yeah accident prone games. But uh, disappointing uh, to say the least, because we did think this was a winnable game just two weeks ago, and uh, they beat Atlanta. We thought that they would, um, but yeah. Um, if the run defense is there, then I think it, it totally reverses everything. The run defense is there, and they're able to hang in some of these games. I look at these teams left, and they're beatable. The Panthers are beatable. The Raiders are beatable. The Ravens are beatable. The Browns are beatable. But, man, um, they have to fix some things real quick, and I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Stefan Tuitt, um, ever since he's been gone, they yeah. they have not been able to to, to fix that run defense. No, he and was such a huge loss. He, he was a huge loss, and they did nothing to, uh, to, to you know, when was the last? I mean, yeah, what the, when, when did they draft a defensive lineman like fourth, fifth round, or whatever? Right. Come on, no, no, that's that's something that should have been addressed earlier. Yeah, um, um yeah, and I, what was with Trent Green yesterday saying? There's Devin Bush. He's one of the best. What? I mean, I couldn't believe. I mean, I was wondering who's picking up on that. And then, of course, it all started coming. Like, what game is he watching? Devin Bush is one of the <laughs> best out there. No. I mean, um, the nicest thing you can say about Devin Bush is he's not horrible. He's not. He's, he's not, not the horrible. worst. He's the he will. We, yeah, we thought he would be absolutely horrible, like like from from uh, coming into into the season, like a trading camp. I remember how like like he just decided to stop working. So so he's not the worst player in the history of the league, but still, yeah. he's he plays that helper linebacker role. He's a helper linebacker. He grabs a guy and yells help to someone else comes and helps tackle him for him, and uh, that's Devin Bush, and he's gone. Uh, after this year, you know, yeah. he's not coming back. Steelers didn't okay. tender an offer. So, okay, so Devin Bush, <clears throat> Harvin, and uh, and who else am I driving to the airport? DJ Moore, uh, D- uh, no, um, who they're Dan Moore, Dan Moore, Dan Moore, yeah, Dan Moore, yeah. Dan Moore. Okay, so now we got to get a uh, now we got to get a van, yeah, I gotta, 
Well, I got when I contact Uber, I gotta say we gotta we you know we gotta we gotta get a van or a bus or something to take yeah, these people. Yeah, super to the shuttle or whatever it is. Super yeah. shuttle, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think the more interesting thing is Steelers could be after the season. What what's going to go on between now and next next April? I mean, it really it's really could set up next season. So yeah, Sunday's definitely not what you wanted to see. It's uh. Yeah, it was just it was just so frustrating. Another frustrating thing is when Kenny Pickett's out there, he is running almost as much as he's throwing, and when he runs, it's pretty effective. the The few times, the the, the the brief time he was out there, he was almost looking like Lamar Jackson out there. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, did, did he just think that somebody had to be Lamar Jackson in the Steelers Ravens game? Is this Lamar Jackson's line? I'll be I'll be him. Um, and yeah. Mitch Trubisky did not run at all. He has the ability. He is he he has the ability to run. He just didn't maybe uh, I, I was I was just thinking yeah maybe he didn't run because he was afraid if, if he got hurt then there would be there's no third string because Mason wasn't inactive. Maybe he thought that I don't know. No but, but I, then he didn't run when he was he was starting in the beginning of the season. Yeah I, I don't think he has the football IQ. You know I, I think I look at Kenny and how he runs it reminds me a lot of John Elway like when Elway, Elway was young, that was the thing you, you know, I mean, once you got used to watching him, but he was a great running quarterback and he ran smart. He never coughed up the ball. He waited till he needed to. And Ben was the same way in his younger career. That's why Ben wore number seven, right? Because uh, of Elway, John yeah, Elway. Yeah. Um, they were two very similar smart runners. Uh, and Kenny, I see the same thing. I mean, Kenny's, and that's just, I think that's just an intelligence thing, Joe. I don't think Trubitsky has it. Um, he's, he's not, he's a good, maybe lifetime backup quarterback, but he's not. I can't even pick it. And uh, he doesn't know when to run it and when, to, when, when <laughs> he doesn't know when to hold it and when to fold him. He you nailed it on the test. head. You nailed yeah. it on the head. He's been playing for six years. He just does not have the football IQ and neither does Mason Rudolph really. And that's why no. he is, he is where he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He not only does he not know when to run or, or, or throw, he doesn't know when to like, he even said, it's like, Oh, I should use my eyes to throw off the blah, blah, blah. Like, you, I mean, yes, and then, yeah, he didn't have that much practice, but still, but still, he just he just does not have that that intelligence. No, and and I, I think you know uh, Kenny was Pecky was even mentioned in an interview a few weeks ago how you know he didn't realize at the time, but just appreciating how Ben had that the, that power pump fake and you know to do that more, and he's <clears throat> nobody I've ever seen can do it like Ben, and uh, you know Kenny started to do that a little bit too, so. Kenny well, Kenny got a watch because he doesn't have the, 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 the size hands that Ben did. <laughs> no, no, Ben had his monsters and he still has them. But yeah, it's it's to me, it's just uh, it's just he's just that much better. I mean, we have the right guy quarterback. It's now it's now getting keeping him safe for the rest of this season and uh you know getting getting better to get get him where he can be. I think I I wonder now that the playoffs <laughs> are forget about it i wonder if they'll approach things differently maybe they'll play certain younger players more or something like that another thing is another thing that's really hurt this defense is tj watt i don't even think he's half of what he no. half of full strength he's probably like 30 40 percent of what he usually is yeah. just dude, dude sit out like we get it we get it you're a warrior we're, we're not we're not questioning your credentials just 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 Take it don't, easy, man. Yeah, don't injure yourself further. We need you yeah. next year. 
I, I, I agree to a point. I just don't think it's in his nature to sit out and, you know, um, Never. but I, Tomlin is so stubborn in the way he approaches. I, it's just like square peg round hole, man. I don't see him doing a lot different over these next, this next month. He's still going to do what he does. And, you know, uh, cause they needed to make changes and they didn't adjust you know, all, all season I mean, for lack of a better term um, for the last six years, because this year, and I'm pretty sure it's in the books at this point, this will be six years since our last playoff win, Yeah, you know, um, which considering talent that's been here during that time to me is just, yeah, that's, that's sad. And that's sad. I mean, disappointing. Like, like Tomlin is going to pass now because mm-hmm. I believe they're in a rebuild and the rebuild started last year. This is year two year re- rebuild. And I'm guessing next year will be the last year of the quote unquote rebuild. Hopefully. So hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but, but yeah, you have to wonder, it's like how long or how long is this going to last? Like, I mean, I already think he has um, Andy Reed disease where good coach to just stay, staying in the same place too long. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, Another thing, we keep talking about Matt Canada, how how horrible he is. What about the defensive coordinator? Dude, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah, like what are I you know, doing? like, you know, this is supposed to be this wonderful um three-headed coaching uh you know genius collective of, of Terrell Austin, uh Brian Flores and Tomlin. Well, most of the year, the defense has been disappointing, and I know a lot of the year TJ Watt hasn't been there, but still, yeah. You go back to that Bengals game where they, you know, the backup running back just destroyed us. I mean, we, I mean, it killed us. We had no answer for that. Uh, no answer again yesterday. Uh, you know, Dobbins, it's not like he's he was off six weeks, it looked like he's been playing all every game. Uh, yeah, yeah just yeah. Um, and like I said, it just doesn't get any better. In fact, I mean, they have probably the worst schedule for any remaining defense going against opposing running backs. I mean, it's it's bad. Um, I, and that's why I say I think you're really grasping for straws if you think, oh, they're going to tighten up. They can do it based on what? Um, yeah, the defense and, and special teams, It's they've been let down all the way across the board. That's why it's been so frustrating. Last year, you know, it was like, I can't believe we're still hanging around, but you know, defense was kind of stingy. Special teams was pretty good. Uh, This year it's just been so inconsistent uh, across the board, every single game. So uh, yeah. I mean, there's not been a convincing win this season. No, there hasn't been a, it's been, it's been a lot of close lucky games. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to hang in there. We're going to make you sweat it out. We're probably not going to win though. Cause Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, when 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 we talked after the uh, the Colts game, uh, you said if they played any other team, they're probably not winning, and that's a thing. That's that, that's they have that level. It's like they could beat the crappy teams, barely, maybe. <laughs> right. um, but that but that that's about it. They can't beat any team. I mean, the, the Ravens are are you know. The half their team is in the in the hospital, and they still and and they and they still lost to them. So well, it turns out that first game against the Bengals, where we beat them, you know, that was like the microcosm for the entire season. We beat them as time expired on the clock in overtime, you know, and we barely beat them. If it wasn't for Trubisky's pass up the middle to Muth, um, that's a tie. Um, right. So they got a little lucky there, and and Boz is a great kicker, and you know, we got we we 
squeaked out a win in Cincinnati. And that's been that's been a mantra all season. Those five wins we have have been squeaked by a little bit. Yeah. And then the funny thing is they're playing Carolina and one of those teams is playing for the playoffs, but it's not the Steelers. No, (laughs) no. Well, the NFC South is just so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Every team is under 500. Yeah. And and, And Carolina is only one game behind Tampa. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Tampa got, you know, murdered last night. So it's. Yeah. Um, so like I said, four games, I think if this was a typical, well, what's typical anymore? We're used to these four games. We can, we'll, we'll run this. We'll, we'll win three out of four and make the playoffs and get a home home game. <laughs> not these four games, not this, not, not this with year. this rush defense. This Let's year. put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is, it's not only is this, I mean, I don't know what the line is, but I'd have to say Carolina is is favored and maybe I mean they're they're playing for their lives. They're playing for the playoffs. They're gonna play, they're gonna they're gonna ball out. It's and then and it's we don't not a bad the... Carolina defense. It's not great, but it's it's a it's a better Carolina defense. And uh yeah, they'll they'll be ready. And and you know, we're probably not gonna know until what Wednesday or Tuesday afternoon if Kenny's even able to play. Um, and that's probably gonna move the line. If Kenny plays, it's probably a point and a half. Um, if Kenny's not playing, I can't see how they're not two and a half, three point favorites. Right. Right. And, uh, I think under ever, ever since they fired their coach, I think Carolina is like four and four or something like that. They are. And then I think that's, that's at Carolina, right? So that's a home game for Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, he went to UNC, you know, who knows? Oh, goody. I mean, yeah. That'll make a difference. But I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you're clinging on a crap like that. Like, well, if it's Mitch, he did play at UNC, so maybe he'll play good in front of his hometown crowd in Carolina where 40 fans go. Um, right. You know that right. stadium would be black and gold. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it was I, like, oh, yeah. It was the one thing that was fun about that Atlanta game was like, geez, I mean, how the, there's that many Steeler fans in Atlanta, but I mean, it was easily a Steelers crowd in Atlanta. Um, that's part is still alive and beating and probably will never die. So that was a lot of fun, but it'll be the same way this Sunday that Carolina they, there's, I have friends who live in Mount Holly. There are two Steeler bars in between them and downtown Charlotte Two, <laughs> two Steeler bars and, uh, and they're packed. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be crazy. Have you ever heard of <clears throat> any other team having a their own bar in the steel in the Pittsburgh area. I've never heard of. No, no, I, but, I did run I've... into for work this week. I was in Frederick, Maryland of all places, um, you know, preparing for a Baltimore and all the Baltimore fans are walking around and I, there was an anchor bar down there. Um, and I didn't think at first, this isn't the same. And yeah, it was, you went in there and there was a Frederick Buffalo bills fan club and you're okay. 25 minutes from downtown Baltimore. Um, so, but in Pittsburgh, no, I don't know of a Jets bar, a Giants bar, a Cowboys yeah. bar, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But, but I think almost every city has a, has a Pittsburgh bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's unbelievable. That's amazing. That's, yeah. that's amazing. That, that's so cool. All right, sir. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh God. What are we going to, when are we going to talk again? It is. It's the twelfth, and then the next time would be like Christmas week, and I don't know. We'll figure well, it out, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 
It's always a pleasure to be on this show. Always. And it's a pleasure having you. So, all right. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. See you. Yep. You have a good night. You too.